Can you really hear my cough drop? I really can, but it's okay. I don't mind. So if I don't mind, obviously nobody's going to mind either. <laughs> can you hear now? Only when you clicks your teeth. <laughs> uh, crap. What about if I talk like this? If you talk like this, put the cough drop right in my tongue. I'm going to do an entire episode like this. For some reason, the cough drop has made me speak Southern. <laughs> southern. I'm a Southern gentleman with a cough drop on my mouth. Hello and welcome to It's Going to Get Stupid, your favorite pop culture podcast. My name's Jose. And I'm Richard. And we're your hosts for today. Uh, we talk about movies, video games, apparently horse testicles. If you, it's a horse. It's a horse testicle. I wasn't gonna put. I didn't put any of that in the intro. But I didn't I put am, any of that in the I intro am, because it doesn't matter. You have to give context. No, I don't now. have to give any context. No, you have to give. Context. It's obviously a video game reference. Yeah, Duh. obviously. So if you haven't heard, um, in Red wow. Red Dead Redemption, I'm sorry, guys. Red Dead Redemption Two. It's not like I said. I said horse testicles. That's like the medical term and everything. It could have been so much worse. Would you want me to say horse junk? Anyway, in Red Dead Redemption 2, they have like animated the horse testicles in the game. All of the horses. Every horse that's in the game. And you know, Red Dead Redemption is like an old western game, so there's so many horses. So that means there's so many testicles. <laughs> I don't know how many testicles are going to be on the screen at one time, but I think I just broke a record for saying testicles over and over again. Welcome I, I don't to know, the podcast. I don't, I don't know where we're going with today. Today, uh, it was about comedy, so that's that's part of it. So I started it off that way because it's funny. But also I had just I was thinking about the nature of comedy, Rick. Um, because we have a I think it's funny podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure some other people think it's funny, but we make jokes and we have like a lot of fun. Um recently, and I mean this is like the history of comedy kind of thing, there's always pushing the boundary, pushing the envelope, you know, there's shock comedy, there's different kinds. Um, but you know, with James Gunn getting rehired onto um, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad with Warner it, Brothers, it really made me kind of revisit that whole: when is comedy going too far? Like, when is it not actually comedy? Because you can put anything under the umbrella of comedy. Think about like when you're with your siblings, and which we don't have any. But if you're with somebody, you know, like a I friend mean, of yours, I, I consider you my brother. I know. But, well, I mean, know, like, like legit, like, like we came out of the. That's cool. We came <laughs> from the same district. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it just went full circle. full circle. It's been a great episode, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. Is your, your dad a horse? <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, you, I forgot where I was going with it. No, what was I talking about? James Gunn getting hired for the second time in comedy. <laughs> which, so oh, I, I think oh, to your what, point, though, I think what I meant is the umbrella of comedy. So, like, basically, you know how you like hurt somebody who you do something and you're yeah. like, oh, I'm just joking around. Yeah. Or no offense. Yeah, no offense. The same thing. Yeah. So you were going to say I interrupted you. No, I mean, I think I think to to your point, the way we're joking right now is because we know our audience. We know that our audience is a bit silly. And these are the kind of things that basically our listeners kind of expect every now and then. Right. But I do think that there is a line that we could go too far. um, I'm whether, sure we've actually gone too far. Not in this, I'm saying before. Right. But like whether it's in an episode or whether it's, you know, in social media or in things that we do in our day to day lives, you know, there is a limit to how far we can go 
just based off like general decency. Yeah. And then also uh, what made me think about this is I was posting that if, if you haven't been on our social media recently, we're trying to be we're a stepping lot more it up, active. Y'all. We're trying to put some stuff in there, talk about the show, you know, coin some things. Anyway, so I put a picture of Starfire and I said, she's the original Pimpstitute. And I really thought hard before I put that. I know I said it in the show, but I thought hard before I put it out there because there's some people that maybe haven't heard that episode yet. And it might be weird. And I was just like, oh, no. You know, and I get really weird with comedy, too, because I'm like, what if they're not going to find this funny and it's going to offend somebody? Um, but if if you don't know what happened with James Gunn, he, a long time ago, made a series, a bunch, like, I mean, so many tweets ab- about uh, basically raping little children. I mean, it was disgusting stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it was really not, I don't find it funny. It was vulgar. I have kids. Even if I didn't have kids, it's still it's not funny to me. I mean, I get some people think it's funny and they want to push that envelope so much but yeah. to me it was but, not but this definitely crossed that line of, it was, of general decency well okay and here's the thing because like Patton Oswalt had something too and he's had a couple of tweets as well and there's certain co- comedians that have had stuff one tweet maybe out of character or just one tweet out of the you know kind of like highlighting a point kind of is you know I can I can kind of brush that or, or I can see where that's going for because the, they make that tweet for the time or one comment even but a series of them over and over and over again. That's a pattern. It's really weird. And then to hear that he had like parties, like uh, to catch a predator parties, that's just an obsession. I don't know if I don't I'm not saying he's a pedophile. I'm just saying that's an obsession with this yeah. genre that he wants to just like keep exploiting, really. And it's not something to be exploited. I think it's it's right. disgusting. I mean, this kind of harkens back to the '90s shock rock. You know, when you had musicians like Marilyn Manson coming out mm-hmm. and just pushing the line, pushing that line as far as he possibly could in order to get a controversy stirred up. And that's kind of where I see James Gunn doing it. It's just, it's, it was, it was so inappropriate. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it was years ago, and so he got fired from doing Guardians of the Galaxy three because of that because Disney was like, we're not going to have this. Because someone else actually, the reason the reason they fired him, we all know this, is because someone else found it, a conservative uh, blogger basically, right. and put him on blast. Right? Disney already knew about these. James got already apologized about these. But the point is, is it got me thinking: when is it the envelope too far, or when should we, you know, when is it not comedy anymore? Right? I mean, because you think about like making jokes about rape, like that's probably not a good thing to do in this climate, right? Yeah. But before. You know, a couple of years ago, it was okay to make well, jokes like in about the eighties and nineties. That was a those were common jokes in movies mm-hmm. and in pop culture. But I think just like pop culture changes, or like you know the the tone of pop culture changes um, every decade or so. I think what's acceptable in those jokes and in your movies and things like that changes over over the same amount of time. I mean, if you look at like if you look at like the eighties with like you know Porky's. And things like that. I mean, those movies, like, they were quite vulgar. and But not only were they vulgar, like, I was watching Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I love this movie. Yeah, you know, like, I watched it, was, it as a kid. I watched it as a kid, and I was, like, a preteen, and so it was, like, really cool. To, you know, it was, like, one of those, oh, it's our movie, and there's yeah. going to be boobs. This is going to be cool, right? And watching it again, I was like, this movie is terrible right. and disgusting. Like, he literally raped somebody, and I'm like... That's not funny. And like, in, it's, it's so weird because before in that, you know, in the 80s, that wasn't even a thing. It yeah. was just, well, it's a goof. <laughs> he really likes the girl anyway, so it's okay. And here I'm like, he just totally just acted yeah. like someone else and just slept over that guy. That's, that's so gross. And in the 90s, you had more of like a drug use comedy culture, right? Like that was very prevalent in a lot of movies. 
Um, and then back in the, in the, I would say mid to late two thousands, you had men, male genitalia in every single comedy movie <laughs> that you could, that you could think of. I mean, if you're going to go see a comedy movie, you're going to see either real or fake male genitalia. You mean like the late nineties <clears throat> to early two thousands? Yeah. Like American pie. Yeah. Have, like all know, those things. Doing I a mean, pie basically. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just gets so, it gets so vulgar. And now, I mean, looking back at it. I, I guess it was acceptable at that time, but now, I mean, those movies wouldn't be accepted. No. Anymore. No, and a lot of it is, I mean, you know, rights and different things. But I, I, I just, it's, it's interesting how our, my, our comedy taste is a, a society changes. But then even my comedy taste as, a, as a person, because yeah, like I used to love Revenge of the, I don't like the movie anymore because it's right. just weird to me. And I, I think it's part of us being educated more on things and. Because here's the thing, comedy is going to offend people. Absolutely, right? that's the point of comedy is to to point something out and make a humorous observation about it. Sometimes absurd observation about it, and sometimes people will be offended by that because it's insensitive. And comedy, by its very nature, is insensitive. Right, it's not supposed to be sensitive. It's supposed to be insensitive and biting, and it's supposed to make a commentary on certain things, um, and and kind of reach under the underbelly of certain things you know and expose it um but i think when you're doing it just to shock people or doing it just to be you know just to get attention i think there becomes a problem certain times because you you go from being not insensitive to just downright being exploitive and that's not what you that's not what comedy should do it should be i think very insensitive and irreverent at times um really to highlight things and to make people laugh and to make people not maybe not feel bad about something like making jokes about cancer right like cancer's not a funny subject no but sometimes you have to make light of it in order to in order to be able to pull yourself out of of that that situation otherwise it it could literally just eat you alive yeah i mean literally and and i even think like something as as terrible as sexual assault or rape um the the <coughs> The humor doesn't come from the act itself because the act itself is not humorous and the the um, acceptance of it is not humorous. But what can be humorous about it is the way that society views it, you know, and, and takes it lightly. But see, I don't know, because I, I feel like I, I feel like you can you can poke fun at a disease. Right. Because that's not something that somebody else is doing to you. Right. Like that's just like a. A genetic marker or or something that that you either um got infected with or or anything right like you couldn't control that in, in by any sense of of yeah. science right but when you have sexual harassment or anything like that i think there is a line where you really can't joke about it oh because you can't like that's there's a lot of bad decisions that go into that. I think you have to be very careful making jokes about. I'm saying you can make jokes about it, I, and I think there's some people that do a really good job at at, at poking fun at. Um, and it's not poking fun. It sounds like it's so light and funny, but I mean, really exposing the underbelly of our culture and the way that we treat sexual assault and rape, and and how it's absurd. Yeah, it's not that it's funny necessarily, but it's so absurd that it we have to laugh at it because. It's terrible, right? I mean, that's kind of the, the, the joke you do, but you can go in, in a different way. But, you know, it's it's funny because it's really still funny to make fun of fat people. It's it's like nobody cares. Nobody yeah, really cares at all. Yeah. Um, and that don't care whether you have a genetic disorder or not. It's just fat people are fair game. Uh, Asian people, you can also make fun of pretty easily. Apparently. Almost. I mean, it's getting to that point where you can't. 
um, Italians. You can always make fun of Italians. You re- literally can. And there's a, there's a um, what's that? Uh, I'll put the I'll put the link to the video of a uh, of I can't one of the, a, a comedian. He does the um, I can't remember. He was on Conan basically, and he was talking about how you can make fun of certain things and nobody cares anymore. Andy Richter? No, it wasn't no. Andy Richter. Um, but he was saying that you can make fun of like Irish guys and Italians. And nobody cares. Nobody thinks it's a racist joke. They just think it's funny. And he goes, he was doing the like, it's a me, Mario. And he's making <laughs> jokes like that. Like, nobody cares about that. And then uh, Conan was going in with the, oh, toity, toity, toity. Yeah. It, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I think it's only because society puts a, a, a focus on certain races that you're like, oh, well, you really can't talk about that. But other ones, it's like, ah, whatever, you know. Yeah, but it's, uh, I think that's just like, um, it's ever changing, right? Like maybe in like ten or twenty years, Italian and Irish jokes will probably be Jose shaking his head. No. It'll always be acceptable. I don't think it's funny, but it'll be acceptable. Society, society wise, Mexican jokes also funny. Society wise, also funny. Yeah, they're hilarious. I know because I'm Hispanic, so I know I'm also Mexican. They're funny. Um, yeah, no, I just think it's. I think it's interesting how we, you know. There, there is a line, but it's not like a line where you know because the shifting culture is the yeah. one that makes the line. Right? You definitely have to know your audience. You definitely have to be aware of of who who who's going to receive this message, right? And also because you know, if you put something on the internet, it never goes away. Yeah. It's always going to be there. I mean, you have to be mindful that any little joke you put you put out there, whether it was a whether it was socially accepted at one point may not be socially accepted 10 or 20 years from yeah, now, but you live with it forever, but it, it's always going to be there. There's always a, a timestamp. That's why I make it. my jokes in secret on a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. These are inadmissible, right? Yeah. Right. Like, this is just, I mean, I'm, I'm playing a character, my but I mean, not even Jose. <coughs> it's one. Wow. There goes one of those jokes. Again. One a million. <laughs> Um, but I, I mean, I definitely think we, we all have to be mindful of the situations we put ourselves in based on the comments that we make, especially online. I mean, that stuff will follow you. It always does. I mean, when I look to hire people uh, in my line of work, I always look at their social media profiles and that's creepy and see that is the creepiest thing ever. You're a stalker person. person. See what kind of person they are. I'm just saying. Just remember that. Don't put anything on your Facebook because yeah. Rick will apparently look it up. And, and so will uh, everybody else in the world because Facebook can't get the security right. Ooh, dig it, Facebook. Maybe if they had the engineers that have been working on these horse testicles in this game. Wow. Then Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to slip. Wow. I'm going to slip. slip yeah. yeah. So I think we have another topic that we want to discuss today. And that is because one of the last movies that I recently saw, and this we didn't want to talk about this as a in our last movie segment, but one of the last movies I actually saw was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now, we touched on this movie a few months ago when it was out, and Jose actually saw it because yep. he still had movie pass. No, and I'll tell movies. you why I saw this movie, because I wasn't going to go see this movie. The reason I saw this movie is because my work paid for me to uh, go to this sorry. movie. And it was in the middle of the day, and I didn't want to do any work. So I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go see Jurassic World Fall. And it was all fun. And then we watched it, and it was misery. Like, literal misery. 
Like you actually went and saw Misery? No. Like the I movie? mean, I got my legs broken <laughs> and I had to sit in the, by a bad movie. I had to sit by a bad movie and it, and it had had them so, in a splint and I was laying in bed the whole time. I will say this because I, if I remember correctly, Jose couldn't go full detail into his review of this movie, but it's been out for a while and now we've both seen it. So I figured, hey, we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. This movie wasn't as bad as Jose made it out to be. However, it was actually worse. However, however, there was some really comical, like just ridiculous things. First of all, I don't care. I mean, I guess Chris Pratt is still half eternal in this movie because he outran a volcano and jumped off of a cliff and survived. Uh, did you know that volcanic ash can still burn you? Right. To That's a what crisp? I mean. That's what I mean. Uh, but it covered him up, and and so did the dinosaurs. Actually, I ran into you. This is like a weak ass. Vo- I mean, whoa. 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 I'm sorry. Whoa. I apologize. I said arse. Is that still the same thing? I don't Maybe know. It is. Anyway, it's a weak volcano. Yes. Totally weak. Because like, he shouldn't have been able to outrun it. Like he. Sh- I'm sorry. He would have been oh. gone. He, he would have been gone. And th- there was a point during the movie where they touched the lava as well, and nobody burned anything. Yeah. Get out of here. And, like, that scene where he's... So he gets he gets shot with a tranquilizer dart after they find Blue, and he's laying on the ground, and he's, like, maybe five feet away from the from the lava about to touch him. him. He, would have, he would have still been, like, burned, yeah. like, from the heat coming off of it. And, yeah, I don't think he would have survived that. No, there's all. no way he would have survived. Secondly... In that same cliff scene, uh, the lava pellets were burning through the little canister vehicle that they were in. But when like, they landed in the water, yeah. nothing happened. No, no, no. It still did. Like it was, it was burning through it, and I think they would have just melted the entire thing. Oh, like it wouldn't have just like yeah. gone out. It would have so not melted. But then not only did Chris Pratt outrun, kind of outrun the volcanic ash because he did get consumed by it. Uh, then managed to jump off of a cliff that was really high that probably would have broken some bones in his body. He then had enough energy to swim down and start prying open the door. Then swim away. And then swim away. Get it something. Get some air. And then, Is this what he did? Yeah, and then come back down With to pry the door open. That's There's no way. Not going to happen. so far down. All three of them would have been gonzo. They would have died. Yeah. Sec- okay. The, the next the next critique about this movie. So Blue gets shot. She has to have the bullet removed. Um, okay. Before I get there. So Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, and the other technician guy, they get into that truck. They fly off the dock going, you know, like oh. 80 miles and an no, hour. And nobody. And then land in the back of the boat. And no one's like, hey, nobody's like, wait, this, where'd, where'd that truck where'd, come from? We left it on the dock. From? Where did the truck come from? What is all the noise that just happened? Because you don't launch your vehicle into a, a, a moving barge without making a Especially bunch since of noise. her back wheels were stuck and she was burning rubber the yeah, entire time. Yeah, I mean, there was so much. Yeah. Rick, there was so much noise that yeah. they made during the whole sequence. Not just exactly. this one part. There was so much noise. I'm like, are these dudes just asleep? They're like, oh, we got a bunch of dinosaurs. We have a bunch of dinosaurs in the back. Let's take a nap, guys, because everything's and good. And so now they get the truck on there, and then all the guards stand on top of the other trucks to watch the dinosaurs die in yeah. lava. That's weird. And no one's like, hey, where'd that other truck go? There was an empty space there just five seconds ago. 
No one saw that. Nobody saw and that. And then... How did no one even see this thing? Okay, Rick, how did no one even see this thing get on there? Because I don't know. you know someone was watching. I, don't know. I would be watching. Why weren't they watching the whole time? So Why did they stop watching? So then the boat is moving off to its its destination. Or Brontosaurus. And that Brontosaurus died. <laughs> like That was the saddest part of the entire movie. Really? Well, um, no. I mean, it wasn't the saddest part. But yeah. The entire, emotionally sad. Yeah. Um, the boat is taking off and then, you know, if I'm like an evil mastermind that is transporting dinosaurs off of a, a burned up, uh, a erupting island to another location, I'd probably put at least one guard in front of every canister, like every shipping container that yeah, had maybe. a dinosaur in it. Well, they didn't even care that this other they truck didn't. went flying on here. They right. didn't have... N- the the lack of guards actually because there were so many dudes there yeah. were so many people on this boat and when you saw them like running to the boat there yeah. were so many people but then there was a very much a lack of people in this little cargo hold and then the, and then and then and then the blood transfusion the from the T Rex see Stupid. like that was the dumbest thing the, ever it was so ridiculous I can't even talk about it the T Rex screams. Nobody comes. Like it roars nobody and comes. nobody comes nobody to check checks. on it. Like, nobody hey, cares. why is the T Rex? It's supposed to be tranked. The most deadly. It's supposed to be tranked. The most deadly dinosaur that we have on this boat. Why is it roaring? Yeah. No, I don't know. Nobody nobody I don't care. care. I don't care. You don't care. What was that? Oh, it sounded like a T Rex. Uh, do you got any fives? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were doing because yeah. it must have been uh, they must have been playing video games. Maybe they're playing so Mortal Kombat. They do the blood transfusion to Blue, who got shot earlier dumb. in the movie. Dumb, 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 dumb. Why did she have to cut a new hole into the Raptor when there was a bullet hole already in the Raptor? Why couldn't she just get the bullet out from the entry wound? She wouldn't she, have been able to see where the bullet she's went. A doctor, bro. Okay, and then there was the single tear. That came out of Blue's eye. Dumb. Like, did the dinosaur have to cry? Yeah, like, it did, did, man. It, it was so sad because it got shot, and we're supposed to care about. I yeah. don't care. Did you care about any of these animals no. at all? No, no. not I at did. all. Maybe the brontosaurus. The brontosaurus was probably the only yeah. one I actually cared about. You know what I really wanted them to dig into? The fact that he cloned his granddaughter. Yeah, that's cool. Or his daughter. He I was, cloned his yeah, daughter. Yeah, was so cool. I was like, that was amazing. I was yeah. like, I wish they talked more about that. And they brushed that aside. No. And they kind of made it. They didn't even. They didn't even like just blatantly tell you. Like I wish they would have just told you because that would have been better than like let you figure because because they told you everything else about this dang movie. Yeah. They ex, ex, uh, 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 what do you call it? What's the word? Um, I can't even think of the stupid word, man. But they gave you exposition about yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah. And they explained everything. But this, they're like, oh, let's just uh, put this in here. And I, it's what I want clone. to happen. In this movie to in, never not to make a sequel, Rick. For part that's what three, because they're going to have a trilogy. Oh, I believe no. it's already slated. I want her to be half dinosaur. That's dumb. That is the. And dumb. then she can control the dinosaurs. That's dumb. That's. that's and then the she worst. turns into a pterodactyl at the end of the Please movie. Stop. Um, my again. Also, <laughs> why if you have a gun, are you even with a laser pointer? Why are you even sticking a raptor on somebody? Why don't you just shoot them? Like you already have the gun on them. Like this is a very ineffective way to kill somebody. It makes no, and it's expensive and it's less expensive than buying more guns. This is the other thing I wanted to point out. Millions of dollars. So, the dude who's running the auction shows up one day. Like a, a the day that they're bringing the dinosaurs back from the island, right? 
You don't know how much time has passed. It looks like it couldn't have been more than a day or two between yeah. between the island and but it had to be the auctioneer, time, right? right? Because he's got a whole elaborate setup about how to display these these dinosaurs to the evil bad guys who want to buy the like dinosaurs. Has he been, has just had this? Because it would take months to construct all that, right? Like, I mean, there's like screens, there's <laughs> seating, there's cages, <laughs> there's a track for the cages to come on. I mean, and it's like this uh, gigantic elaborate setup. It's like, oh yeah, I just carry an eighteen wheeler in, in the with me at all times. That has that. Maybe they were. Antici- I guess they're anticipating getting as soon as as soon as they sent them to the island. He started getting this all set up. I don't know. But it's then ridiculous. They had, but then they had all these cages and like all these jail cells down there. Like they've been planning this for a long time, and this is a very dumb plan. Like this makes no sense. Why Zero did they even? Sense. Again, why did they even need to get the animals off the island in the first place? Why didn't they just get samples of all of them? Especially since they've already figured out how to clone a human being. Yeah, what is it? Why did they even? Why need couldn't they make... just regenerate more dinosaurs? Yeah, and they already and they are, they didn't bring the Indoraptor. See, they didn't bring the Indoraptor there. They already had the Indoraptor. Right. What I don't understand. What so you even what need? Was Blue what was Blue going to do? What is the point of any of? Oh, they, well, they, they made going to be his mommy. Right. They made this statement that Blue is going to be the mom and why would they just how make another one? Why did they right? Because oh, they need Blue's DNA. But I don't understand. No. no. It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. You know what? You know what else? Because I was watching the uh, the honest trailer for it, which we'll put in the screen <laughs> notes too. Um, it was saying it was like, look, the Indominus Rex from the first movie already had raptor DNA in it, right? So they like doubled down on the raptor <laughs> DNA, like to make it a super raptor. I don't, I don't understand raptor supreme. It was dumb. It's just a yeah. dumb movie, and it made no sense to me. And I was very frustrated because I really liked Jurassic Park, and Jurassic World wasn't that bad. No, it really Jurassic wasn't. World was pretty, I was like, okay, cool. I didn't, I didn't, wasn't like all jazzed up about it. And I think they should have spent more time on the dinosaurs being out in the open, right? Because you see that, because like the whole the thing that hooked me about this movie that I was like, okay, I might like it, is because I saw that pleosaur in the waves, yeah. while the person was surfing. I was like, well, that's really cool. Which they show at the beginning, uh, and then they show at the end. Until then, I was like, that would have been an actual cool thing to think about, you know. But no, it was just dumb. I was very frustrated with this with this movie. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie. I mean, I enjoyed it just because it was campy, um, which is the only reason why I can say that it wasn't as bad as I as I expected it to be. Um, Pratt's acting, man. I mean, he definitely phoned it in. Oh, the it both was, of them did. It was the worst. It, I mean, you know, if they had given, if they tried a little bit, maybe because Cromwell was acting, yeah, real. <laughs> and Chris Pratt not only was he like super tan the entire time. <laughs> But then, like, he just, like, had a constant, like... Kind of like Ben Affleck forced, paycheck. Forced smolder on his face the entire time. Like, he was always kind of, like, looking over here, like, hey, what's going on? Like, I'm what's contemplative. That? I'm Chris Pratt. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's yeah. just a terrible... It was a hard... I mean, it was... Com- I can't even It was comically now. bad. Yeah. It was comically bad. And I think that's why I could enjoy it. It was super disappointing for me because I just really... Jurassic Park is just has such a special place in my heart. Yeah. I've watched the movie like over so many times. And we is all have it. every episode of these movies, uh, like every chapter in, in this franchise, is it going to have a scene where a T-Rex somehow saves the day? Did, did they have in this one? I yeah, mean, oh, yeah, they at did. The, the, freaking, the T-Rex the saves end. the day. It's the same thing. And then roars at the yeah. end and then walks off. I, it's like a formula for these yeah. movies, but it just keeps getting worse and worse because they keep throwing a bunch of other stuff in there. Yeah. So like, let's and, just save him at the end. Let's just at the end. Let's just save him. And Je- Jeff Goldblum got a paycheck. Oh, dude, he got a for fat like paycheck. Fifteen minutes worth of screen yeah. time at that. He's no, like, I think it was like ten. He's like, money uh, finds a way into my pocket. 
Okay, Rick. What was the uh, what was the last movie that you watched? Oh, I'll talk about the last yeah. movie I watched since you watched Jurassic World. Uh, Say, so, hey guys, I, I watched a, too. I watched a movie. Yeah, I was excited. It's about a brand this. new day. I it's a brand new movie and it's a brand new day. D- did I you sh- actually pay for the movie? I did pay for the movie, but don't tell my wife. <laughs> anyway, now she knows. Dang, but she doesn't listen to the podcast anyway. So doesn't that suck? Actually, doesn't that doesn't that really suck? My wife doesn't even listen to this podcast. She's like, it's not my thing. I'm like, cool. Neither is you know. <laughs> Anyway, never mind. Yeah, what is it? This, is, this isn't maybe rela- maybe this we'll, isn't relationship chat, guys. This is about pop culture. Maybe we'll make sure she listens to this. Go one. ahead. I don't care. I drank her ginger ale. It's on the floor now, and I barely asked for her permission. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I watched Venom. Okay, so my thought about Venom going into it was the exact same thought about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I, I thought it was going to be hot garbage on a plate because all the critics were saying it was going to be hot garbage on a plate. So if you don't know about Venom, Venom is um, a symbiote now. Apparently, we have to say it that way because uh, stupidity. They didn't fix that in the movie? Uh, no. Symbiote. Symbiote and symbiote. They kept saying it over and over again. I was like, oh, stop. Anyway, it's an alien creature that feeds off of a host, right? And so these, a, these symbiotes um, have been traveling on a comet, and they're basically taking over worlds. There's millions of them. They're taking over worlds. And Do so they this, mention the planet Clintar? No, they don't. Um, so they take, they bring them, they bring a couple of them down uh, on a trip back. Uh, Jay Jameson, uh, Joe J. Jonah Jameson's son, I think is uh, John Jameson, is one of the astronauts okay. uh, in the movie. Okay, so that's a cool little nod. Yeah, um, and and one of the the symbiote creatures is called Venom, and inhabits the host Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock is a photographer, or he's a he's a journalist, and played by Tom Hardy, and. His life basically falls apart when he does an expose. He tries to do an expose on this one guy, the one that the leader of the the light the mission, yeah. light, the light foundation. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so he's of course the light foundation guy's trying to get his his equipment back or his uh, symbiote back, and so he kind of goes after Eddie, and Eddie and Venom work together to kind of try to take the light foundation down. Okay, general, simple. I mean, you know, you, if you've seen the trailer, you know what's going to happen. It's yeah. really cool. Um, so first off. I don't know what Tom Hardy is doing in this movie, like what accent he's because he's British. Yeah. So I don't know what he read or what he looked at before he started doing this, but his accent is really weird because because he's from I guess he's from New York, but he never talks about that. But they're living in San Francisco, so I don't know if he's trying to blend the accents or something. It didn't work. <laughs> it was really weird, and and like even the way he acts is very. It's annoying. Just odd. He's annoying. It's just annoying. I don't like yeah. Eddie Brock in this movie. At all. Do you think that they tried to... So, like, Eddie Brock in the comics and the cartoons and in the other movies is, is very much, like, the antithesis to Peter Parker, right? Like, he's a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. He was... Wasn't he a jock in high school? I think he was, yeah. Like, you know, he's just... He's all around just kind of, like, a more, like, dominating version of Peter Parker, right? Mm-hmm. But then do you think they tried to kind of, like, maybe tone that down a little bit because in this movie correct me if i'm wrong maybe you can't there is no peter parker aspect they didn't talk about it they didn't mention anything about spider-man or peter okay. parker um and it's, there's no dynamic there because they're living in san francisco at the, yeah. that time uh I, I the thing about eddie brock in this is that he's a loser like okay. he's legit a loser yeah. and he acts that way too you know so i didn't like that because that wasn't eddie brock was like a jerk in in the comics and he wasn't necessarily a loser he just 
he had some bad things happen to him, but he wasn't a loser. You know, right? He mean? wasn't a loser. He just he blamed, uh, he blamed Peter, Peter Parker, Parker for, for all his, his yeah, yeah. All stuff. So in this in this, he didn't have someone to blame. So he didn't really have any. I think that's the thing. He didn't have a focal point for his woes, and so he just he was just a loser. You gotcha. know what I mean? Um, and then, uh, but the the cool thing about this movie is the banter between Venom and Eddie Brock. You mean Tom Hardy and Tom Hardy? Yes. Well, I don't know. Was he doing the voice for Venom too? Yeah. Because that's cool. So he what he would do is he would record all of his lines for Venom at the beginning of the day. And then they um, he had an earpiece in the entire time. And so when Tom Hardy is, is acting as Eddie Brock, he has an earpiece pumping in the lines that he recorded earlier in the Venom voice so that he could react. So did they, but they augmented that voice? I believe okay, so. Because there's yeah. no way he made that voice. No, no, no. no. I mean, he uh, definitely augmented okay. it. But yeah, so I mean that the banter between yeah. the the two was really good and yeah. it was humor like I didn't expect this movie to have this much humor in it. And it had a lot of humor. Some of it was kind of misplaced at times, okay. but not like the Meg cuz the Meg had a bunch of crazy humor all over the place. It was really good balance with the action. The action sequence that that whole action sequence the chasing was phenomenal, man. I thought yeah. it was really good, really intense, you know, um kept me kept me engaged uh the first time you see Venom, it's pretty cool, you know. Honestly, even though I'd seen it in the trailer, it's different. And um, and then seeing Venom in action was really cool. Now, yeah, that was because you don't really see that in the trailer, but it, it's they did a really good job, honestly. That's good. Yeah, and so I was I was impressed, you know. Um, ending scene was a typical, you know, fight scene between the bad guy because one of the other symbiotes is Riot, and he's the leader of the one the symbiotes and. Um, he takes over the Light Foundation guy, and they fight him and Venom. Um, what's I can't remember the oh, uh, what's her name? The the actress that's in this that plays Eddie Brock's um, love interest, Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams. She was actually really good, and surprisingly, like she wasn't just a damsel in distress at all. She played a really tough role uh, that I thought was really good. So all in all, the movie was not bad. It. I don't. I didn't like it as much, you know. Well, I mean, because it wasn't just, like I'm an very, MCU movie. <clears throat> yeah, I'm very critical of movies, period, and of course, any superhero movies. But it definitely wasn't as bad as it's getting pressed for. It was not. It was just typical. At least better than Fantastic Four. Okay, so that tells you a lot. Because yeah. I mean, Fantastic Four is garbage on a plate. Both iterations it of it. But it wasn't. Too, it wasn't like terrible. It was just not up to par. So I'm trying to think if I could compare it to something else. Um, no, it means better. I'd rather watch it than Justice League. What about Dark World, Dark World, Thor, Dark World. Oh yeah, it's better than that. Okay. It's better. It's better than. It's better than the worst Marvel movies, the MCU movies. Okay, it's better than Iron Man three. Actually, I like the better. What than about Iron Man 3. Uh, Incredible Hulk? <clears throat> I actually like Incredible Hulk. Yeah. So that's yeah. I mean, I, mean, I think it's it, it didn't. It's the problem. The the one other problem with it is it didn't have enough development of the character. Yeah. And of the like, I wish they would have played a little bit more about the kind of. Am I crazy thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but they had to get into the action quickly. So the animation or like the CGI looked a little shaky um, in the first trailer that they yeah. showed. It looked like it got better progressively over the other trailers and some of the clips that they released. Did it look better? I thought, it looked, I thought like I said, like the way that Venom moved and everything, I thought it was really good. The fight team wasn't confusing with him with him and, and Riot. Yeah. Um, I thought Cause Riot's gray. Yeah. And it looks similar. I, I don't know. It's, they did a really good job. I yeah. liked it a lot. And I mean, the, the action sequences were done really well. Okay. So I didn't see any problems with the CG. You don't have to answer my questions. Were there post credit scenes? Yes, there were. There was two, right? There was two. Were, yes. Were they good? Well, okay. So one of them, uh, the one at the very end is uh-huh. not actually a post credit scene. It is okay. a um, 
um, it's a clip from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Weird. Yeah, it was really odd. But that movie looks amazing. That movie does look amazing. Oh my gosh, that yeah. movie looks so good. Yeah. Um, you got John Mulaney as Spider Spider Pig, uh, Nicholas Cage as Spider Man so War. I saw the trailer uh, on, during this movie, yeah. and it showed Spider Pig. It showed Gwen. Uh, Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. Spider Man Noir, and then it showed Peter Parker and uh, Miles yeah. Morales. And I don't know the story yet because it seems different. Like, I think it's after Peter has died in that universe. So Peter Parker has died in the in that universe. But I don't then, think I don't think him and Miles ever cross paths. Yeah, like Peter Parker's already dead. Right. And so now Miles Morales is being Spider Man and then Spider Man shows up from right. another dimension. Uh and then all the other they're converging. It was really cool. I, that clip was awesome. Yeah. The second clip I'm I just spoil it? No, I don't okay, I don't I think we should spoil it. I won't I don't know, spoil it's been it. two weeks. But Nah, don't spoil it. Okay. Does it does it lead it into a sequel? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I I they I think they were going. Um, I think they were they were gonna make a sequel, but box office they might they're gonna make a sequel though. Yeah. They have to because if what they teased, I want to see that. Yeah. For sure. Okay. So. Gotcha. Yep. So the last movie I watched was actually a movie called Eighth Grade. Um, what which is, you went to the eighth grade and watched a movie I that did. doesn't make any sense. Oh no, I invented time travel, or I have a time stone, or I went through a time vortex. Or secondary joke: James Gunn shouldn't be let anywhere near the eighth grade. Wow. See, this is true. Now that's an okay joke this to make true. about because <laughs> it's true. Because it's true. Don't let him near the eighth grade. <clears throat> um. Uh, no. So this movie was uh, a film by Bo Burnham, uh, which I don't know too much about. Um, Bo Burnham. but, uh, this movie was done really, really well. Um, it is, it is a, it's not a documentary, but he did use actual eighth graders to act oh, really? in this movie. Um, so the, it, it takes, it focuses on one kid named, named Kayla and kind of her journey through the end of eighth grade and getting ready to go into high school. And it's a very real depiction of what that looks like now. I mean, if you look back at what our lives were back in eighth grade, um, back in like 95. Um, Don't give away my age, senor. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it, it looks very different from from what these kids have now. I mean, they were all on their phones. They were all over Snapchat and Instagram. Yeah. You know, and it's just such a different reality of what is kind of socially expected of them in school. And how people react to each other, how people respond to each other, the the over sexualization of like of preteens. I mean, you had like the main character goes to a pool party at one point that she kind of gets forced to go to because the mom of the kid kind of like pushed her to go into it because she wanted to talk to her single father. Um, and so Kayla goes to it and she's wearing a one piece bathing suit because, um, you know, she's she's still like not super comfortable in her own skin and she's trying to figure that out. But then you look at all the other eighth grade girls and they're wearing two piece bikinis. It's like, what is going on? Like that's insane around a bunch of prepubescent boys. It's like, no, this is not happening. Um, says the dad to daughters. Yeah. Like I think, I think, do you think a single person that doesn't have like kids or any action with kids would think the same thing? Or they think, ah, it's fine. I don't know. I 
I'm not sure. I mean, maybe it's different because we have children and, you know, their your daughter is going to be is closer to eighth grade than. Yep. Than mine are. Um, touch my daughter, I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, and there was definitely some scenes in that where, like, I was like, I'm going to find this kid and I'm going to destroy him. Like if, if my daughter or my son are ever put in these situations or, you know, whatever, like I will freak out. Um <laughs> <clears throat> but it was it was it was done really well it was shot beautifully um the storytelling was was done great um kayla has a youtube channel um in the movie that she kind of does on her own that no one really watches um but she kind of portrays herself as this this personality that has all the answers like how to how to be confident how to you know get out of your comfort zone things like that when ultimately she's trying to figure these things out and learn how to just be a kid with all these other kids when there's they're so they're all trying so hard to grow up so fast and be yeah. adults um so it was just a really interesting story and it was just done really well it was shot beautifully i highly recommend it especially if you have kids that are in this age range i mean some of it's hard sure to watch. It's not gonna freak you out. I think. I think. It, I think it will, but I think in a good way. Like it's supposed to. Freak yeah, it's you supposed out. to freak you out. Like you should be aware of these. Yeah, things, like so. There's this one part. So Kayla's Kayla's mom left. I think when she was very early on, which I think speaks to a lot of the the cultural idea that you know most of a lot of a lot of us as kids either only had one parent, maybe had two parents, but they were divorced or whatever. Um, so it's a Friday night. They're at dinner. Her dad's trying to talk to her. And she's just looking at her phone with her headphones in. And he's like, hey, your food's going to get cold. She's like, it's fine. I like it cold. And then she just puts her headphones back in. And he like throws something at her. He's like, hey, I'm trying to talk to you. She's like, what? What do you want? Like, I just want to be on my phone. And he's like, Are you, like, I just wanted to talk to you. She's like, dad, it's Friday night. You said I could do whatever I want. And what I want to do right now is be on my phone. And I'm just like, I will take your phone. And I will yeah. throw it in the trash. <laughs> I don't care. But you'll ruin her life. Yeah, apparently. I will have to ruin. I've ruined many lives, actually, in yes. my fatherhood. So I'm good yeah. with that. Um, but it's just, it, it was a really good depiction, I think, of what eighth graders are, like that age range. I think what they're going through. They're, at one point in the very beginning of the movie, they're watching the sex ed talk mm -hmm. video. And I swear, the lady in the video goes, we're going to talk about all the changes in your bodies. And it's going to be lit. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Like, Why? Just don't. Just Yeah, stop. just don't. Just like, stop. don't try to talk to kids as if you are a kid. A kid yeah, right? just talk like an adult and they'll ignore talk you. Talk like an adult. Because they're ignoring and, you anyway. Like, they're right. not trying to listen to you. Right. They're not going to listen to you just because you said lit or... I do or, it because it's funny. Right. And I do it because it's annoying yeah, to them. Exactly. Not because I'm trying to relate to them. I, I always say lit. And I say fam all yeah. the time. What's up, fam? Yeah. Just because it's funny, I don't care. Anyways, it's a good movie. Cin uh, cinematography is fantastic. Uh, it's done really well. I think it's a great story. I think it's worth watching. It was a little indie release. Highly recommend it, though. I will say, I've I've watched a show about preteens as well called Big Mouth. <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, but uh, but that's another thing. I was so to kind of go back to that comedy because you made me think about. I forgot to talk about this because. Like, the Big Mouth, if you've never seen it, don't watch it with your kids. Um, it is about a bunch of 
like eighth, probably eighth graders, yeah. preteens, not in high school yet. Maybe, maybe some of them are teens. I guess they're eighth graders, right? Um, and how they're experiencing all these changes and kind of like sexual awakenings and hormones are raging and things like that. And so they have hormone monsters that kind of control them, make them do silly stuff. Um, but it is a very frank talk about sex with kids. Like kids are talking about it. Yeah. And it, it's animated. So it's because it, it would be really different if there were live action kids yeah. talking about it in this kind of way. And sometimes they're naked. And I'm like, why are they naked? Like I have to really, like in order to watch this show, I have to put like, Okay, let's just move past that weirdness. That's but like, weird. why would they be doing that? Like, yeah. why, what's the point? What is the point of showing a naked child? I don't know. Like, what is? I've the, never seen even the if show, it's animated. And... It's really weird. It's a really weird show, and I and I know it's being, but it's being praised by people because of its openness about sex. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. in this society, we don't talk about it. We're kind of hush hush. Don't talk about it, especially not to our kids, right? We yeah. want to have that talk, but. I don't know if this is the right way to express that to get like, do they think kids should be watching the show? Because they shouldn't be. Well, and, and here's, here's the problem with that is like, I've, I've seen people have something on like family guy or the Cleveland show because it's a cartoon, it's a cartoon. and they're like, Oh, kids like yeah, it's for kids. Funny. Right. And it's like, no, it's not just like sausage party was not for kids. Oh man, that was a terrible movie. I've never seen it. Don't really care to see it. It wasn't even good. But it's not for kids. But what did they do? They showed commercials of just animated food. But they didn't. But they didn't like make it. They didn't. They they didn't put the scenes in. Right. Because I don't remember the commercial. I just was like, yeah. All the trailers were just animated food. And if you were paying attention, you understood that it was not for children. So your kid might say something like, "Oh, I want to see that sausage party movie." But you didn't. I guess you didn't put two and two together. But if you're not a if you're not a parent that actually pays attention to what your kids are consuming, you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I don't, because uh, I start. I tried. It's like my ten-year-old. She was nine, and we we're watching Bob's Burgers, and I was like, "Oh man, I like this show." And she loved Bob's Burgers too. Yeah. But there was just certain things that were just like a little inappropriate. I'm like, because mm. I think I don't want my kid repeating this stuff. Like I don't want exactly. them thinking this stuff is exactly. Okay. I am an adult, so if I watch Big Mouth, like I know that this is inappropriate and this is not something that you know, is okay kind of thing. Right. I can, I can, I can separate things basically. Um, kids can't. No, they just, it's they all can't. the same to them. They haven't learned discretion. Not at all. Um, also, I will say something about the Venom movie when I was in there. Um, two people brought their babies into Why? the movie. Why? Why would you bring a baby? If you're a person that brings a baby in a theater, just jump off a cliff right now. I'm sorry. When we went and saw, do you remember that movie, The Strangers? Yes. Where those? Why would? Why where would you bring those kids? three yes. people in mass and break into Liv, the house and, and basically Tyler? terrorize? And Liv, yeah. yeah. Live Tyler and somebody else. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I saw a mom bring in probably like a seven year old, a five year old, and a four year old, like little ducklings behind her into that movie. Well, I mean, when we saw it, I was, there's a lot of kids in that movie. There too. were. I mean, that's just. I don't. I don't. One. I don't know why you're bringing children to a theater younger than the age of two. Yeah. At all. They they were screaming and the kids are crying and I'm like, are you gonna stop? Like, yeah. you get your kid out of here, man. The movie just started. Go away. Hey, you just had a baby. Yeah. You don't get to see, you movies, don't get to see movies without a babysitter. Just bootleg it, man. It's the only. It's the only time I'll tell you to bootleg a movie. It's going to get stupid. It's, it's not going to the action no, of bootlegging. Movies. I don't. But that's the only time I'll tell you to find alternate means, alternate methods to watch your movie is when you have a baby. Don't bring a baby in a movie theater. It's annoying. Or you wait. 
Yeah, jump off a cliff. If you do it, just jump off a cliff. Because I've thought about it. I've thought about it. I was like, you know, we could just go to an early showing. There's not a lot of people there. We'll bring the baby. And then I thought, that's a real jerk thing to yeah, do. Don't do that. <laughs> don't. Don't do that. Just say no. Don't do drugs. Stay in school. Don't bring your babies to movies. Do you like bringing babies to movies? Maybe you like making really inappropriate jokes that are going to cost you your directing job 30 years down the line. And apparently get rehired by by Warner Brothers. <laughs> if Who knows? You do, Does Warner Brothers know what they're doing? Send us an email at it's going to get stupid at gmail.com. I mean, seriously, the Aquaman trailer actually looked good, and I wanted to give DC and Warner Brothers a chance. But then they do something stupid like this. You can follow us on Twitter at IGTGS Show. Join the conversation about pimpstitutes and other nifty things. Uh, it's going to get at Facebook. I don't know what the thing is. It's going to get Facebook.com slash is going to get stupid. And then you can hit us up on Twitter at it's going to get stupid. No, I'm sorry. On Instagram. I'm trying to do like multiple things at once right now. He's trying to multitask. Uh, I'm trying to multitask. And you can see I'm not good at it. No, he's, he's, no, you could call him right now. He's a multi tool. Wow. I wish I had a slide whistle. Do you have Trello open? No. Why are you trying, trying to find some, I'm trying to find the phone number. At, uh, at, at it's going to get stupid. Right? On Instagram. Instagram yeah. right? I'm just, yeah. I'm just ending it like that. Because you didn't say anything. I thought you were going to no. pull up Or you can hit us up on our website at www.itsgoingtogetstupid.com. So what I'm trying to find out is we now have a hotline. So if you have questions for us, we'll post it in, on the on our Facebook page and on Twitter. Uh, you can leave us messages. In questions. Where's this number at? And we will uh, get them to you. It's on the Trello board. It's in the first column. It's on the Trello board. And fr- I don't know how to use this. Oh, here it is right here. Ready? If you got your pens out, because you can't rewind this, because this tape will self-destruct after you listen to it. 281-698-7538. Leave us a voicemail. We might play one if you leave a voicemail on the show, and then we'll respond to it, even if it's mean. Please make it mean, because we like mean things. <laughs> And here's the thing, James Gunn, if you want to leave a message, it's 281-698-7538. We can talk about it. We can we can have a civil discussion and see why you like pedophile jokes. Or not. Don't call us. We won't call you. But seriously, leave us a message. Like, if you're not that guy, like, we want to talk to you. Have a good night. <laughs> Remember the horse testicle? <laughs> wow. <laughs>